these jesters sure do look happy. Not sure what they're so happy about. I hope they're happy about the food here at Universal Orlando Resort for Mardi Gras, because that's what Rhino and I are here for tonight. Hello, everyone. It's Craig. As I said, I'm here at Universal Studios, Florida, and we are finally here at Universal Mardi Gras to eat our way around the event as much as we possibly can. It's never everything, but you know what? One day, our stomachs will match our determination, and uh, that will be the day. But yeah, I'm very excited. It's been uh, a couple weeks into the event now, so yeah, we're a little bit on the late side, but it's running all the way through April 7th, so there's still plenty of time to come out and try some of the specialty items that are here around the park. The party doesn't stop until we're like way past Mardi Gras and we're already past it, but like way past it. It doesn't stop till it's nearly Easter. I don't know when Easter is this year. Let me tell you about Dreams Unlimited Travel. This and everything we do is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content, you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money. You get the support of an incredible Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no obligation quote. This is also brought to you by our Patreon supporters. If you want to learn about how to get extra special content from the Diz team that you can't get anywhere else, head over to patreon.com slash DizUnlimited. Now, my feet are going to start failing me, like right now, if we don't head around this park and start to get some food. I don't know where we'll start. It's the flavors of Carnival. We could start in New Orleans. We could start in Canada. We could start in Puerto Rico. I'm just not sure. We'll have to see where it takes us. Our feet. Again, if I didn't make that clear. Feet don't fail me now. The first stop on our worldwide Mardi Gras tour brings us to Canada. Uh, we have a Le Fin du Mans. I'm just kidding. Craig wouldn't let me get it. We're getting the candid, candied bacon and onion poutine for $10.49. It is described as candied bacon, spiced curly fries with caramelized onion gravy, cheese curds, spiced maple bacon, and parsley. I do like the idea that it's used with uh, curly fries, and I'm going to say there's quite a bit of this bacon on here. There's quite a bit here. I'm going to make sure I get some of the real curled up fries. Extra curly. I know how you kids like them extra curly. Okay. So, first things first. The first bite, the stuff that's on top, like the candied bacon with um, with um, the onion gravy and the cheese curds, that's good. Spiced maple bacon. Candied bacon and spiced maple maple bacon. Okay, so there are two types of bacon in here? I don't know. Probably. Look at this curly fry right here. Look at how much seasoning is on that curly fry. I, it smells like barbecue seasoning. That's what it is. I was like, I can't tell what this is. It's like spicy and footlockery, and it's barbecue seasoning, like on barbecue chips, which I don't really like that much. And I do not think it belongs in this because I eat all this like sweet and savory stuff, and then it's like weird. Someone just shoved their foot in my mouth at the very end. But I could be wrong. Craig, why don't you give this a try? I was in charge of carrying over the french fries so I could smell that barbecue seasoning from a mile away. I love a good barbecue potato chip. I, just something about it. All of these ingredients together, to me, on paper, sounded kind of nasty. And it was served to us. And, I mean, it's not like it necessarily looks bad, but didn't look appealing. 
it's not awful, but I don't know if there's like one thing they could do with this to really uh, redeem it. The gravy's not bad. It's not enough. I yeah, it's not enough gravy. I think I think maybe changing the French fry would make a big difference. I wouldn't go with the curly fries. I would I, I would go with like a Cajun fry, you know, something like a checkers or rallies, like not super thick, but just a different seasoning rather than the barbecue. I it's this is not for me. It's not I don't think it's gonna be the worst thing we eat tonight, but I also would never run back here to get this ever again it's we're starting to get to the point where poutine it should be simple it should be easy but as the theme parks go to overcomplicate it they're also missing what makes poutine so good and this isn't it our next stop brings us to the philippines where we have the crispy lumpia for 449 this is a pork-filled crispy rice paper roll with a dipping sauce. It doesn't say what it is. I think it's something... I was thinking maybe it'd be like a sweet chili, but it's definitely more liquidy than that and has a lot of, like, chopped up onion in there. Take um, a sip. Take a sip? Okay. It was sweet. Very vinegary. Yep, it's fat. I drank the fat. That's a friend's quote. Actually, I think it's vinegar. <laughs> so, very sweet. Um... This is also incredibly hot to the point where I'm like, ooh, I'm going to crack this baby in half, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, very, very hot. Very, very hot. You want a little cross-section there, Mama? I'll give you one. There you go. Ooh. So thick. Not really. Kind of thin. That's the point. A pencil lumpia. There we go. I dipped it in the sauce. I should have tried it first by itself. I'll do that on the other side. It's not bad... It's not great either. It's, I mean, it's not my favorite. Um, you know, I'm obviously not an expert. Um, I do have a couple of friends from the Philippines who have made me lumpia. I've been fortunate enough for that. Um, and I would prefer theirs over this. But who doesn't prefer homemade food over the, over the kind you get in a theme park or at a restaurant or something like that? Um, it's nice and crispy. I like the pork in there. I think it's pretty much just pork and maybe some onion. I don't love the wrapper that it's in. I feel like that is kind of bland and flavorless, and um, it's a little different than what I'm used to. So with the sauce, with the what I think is legit, let's like onion vinegar, um, it adds a little bit more to it, but it's okay. For $4.49, I mean, you get three of them. It's small. It's easy to share, but it's not something I'd be like, I don't think I'll remember it when I leave. I know what you're thinking. Craig Williams probably doesn't eat lumpia very often, and actually, I I eat it semi-regularly. There's a great Filipino food truck, uh, kind of like Asian fusion uh, Filipino food in Orlando called uh, Over Rice, and I always love getting their kind of platters that they have there, and uh, the best part about it is it comes with pork lumpia, and it is like one of my favorite favorite fun foods to eat on the weekend in Orlando. So this has a high benchmark to live up to that I just don't know if it could ever achieve. And yes, I know, it's supposed to be based on how other things are around Universal Orlando, but I I base it on what I know, and that's all I do. I think I'm a lot kinder to these than Rhino is. Uh, I would actually get these again. I think they're a nice to split. Uh, there's definitely a nice uh, vegetable flavor in there, a little bit of pork. The vinegar... I'm not sure if that's necessary. You know, these are slightly oily, but not over the top. Like, I, I don't feel like I'm going to be greasy for days from this. Uh, these these really aren't bad, but right now, 
if I'm comparing it to the poutine that we had, yeah, these are light years ahead better. I don't know if that makes these, like, excellent, but it's definitely better than where we started, and I'm not hating it. Next up, we are at Columbia and went with the Colombian burger for $9.99. This is a grilled burger with Monterey Jack cheese, pineapple cabbage slaw, cilantro garlic sauce, and potato sticks. I don't normally like cilantro, but a cilantro garlic sauce, on the other hand, that I can deal with. You get one of those at Pollo Tropical, I'm all set. I like it. Uh, pineapple slaw, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. Uh, the insane part, too, is I saw this burger listed. I can't believe this burger is $10. It is tiny. I can already tell you right now, it doesn't matter. This could be the best tasting thing on planet Earth. And I'm going to be like, it should have come with like potatoes or chips or something on the side, I think. So here we go. But there's two little burgers in there. Two little, two little smashy guys in there. So, oh. The cilantro garlic sauce is okay. It just, it's giving me just like um, kind of a saucy, not as flavorful as I want from it. Um, and the thing with the burger patties which Craig I know brings up a lot in videos and and talks about like that theme park burger where Universal kind of has that theme park burger what's nice is because they're smaller it feels like oh it's an opportunity to skip that but it does feel like there are these two patties on here that are a little bit overcooked and smushed together and don't really have a lot of flavor to them and because of that like real thickness to it I feel like the potato sticks are getting a little bit lost in this, which is the thing I was looking forward to because I thought this burger would have a little bit of a crunch. And the thing is, if you're a local or somebody who's frequented Universal, you know there's a Colombian Junior Burger just outside of this theme park uh, where they will also put, like, chips or potato sticks and stuff like that on your burger. So I think that could be somewhere the money's well spent. This being $10 still feels like a little bit... Like, maybe it could have been, like, a dollar or two less, so... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The pricing on this is definitely silly, but I think that's where they try to get you to just do, like, the gift card promotions where, you know, you you pay $60 and you get $75 worth of gift card or even more for the annual pass holder one. And I don't like that kind of strategy as a way to, you know, be able to be like, okay, we want to drive you to that so you're getting a better deal overall and, you know, you're saving some money in that way and then our prices are so expensive that it helps even it out a little bit. It's just weird for me. Like, it is nice with annual pass holders. You get your your discount at these booths, so you have that going for you. But this slider looked tiny, even with the double patty. And, you know, we're not here on a busy night, so food is literally just sitting under heat lamps at every single booth just getting older and older and older, and that's never a good sign. Here goes nothing, though. Flavor's not bad. Uh, the, the sauce, potato sticks, those are nice. The potato sticks are already soggy, so definitely not getting a crunch from that, but a little bit of saltiness. These burger patties are just so, so overcooked, and that's an absolute shame. Uh, we got these kind of like right across from Macy's, right beside... Revenge of the Mummy, and in this area too, uh, it's where you're going to find some of the New Orleans food. Like they have the fried green tomato po' boy, which we decided not to get this year because we're like, how many times can we let this thing disappoint us? Uh, we we get it every year and forget that we get it because it's always like there's not enough fried green tomato. There's just something missing with it. Uh, you know, I never, I always skip the crawfish boil and stuff. I'm just not a huge crawfish person, so I skip that. And yeah, I just I'm not. 
I don't know. I'm not in a gumbo mood. I may have been in a gumbo mood. None, none of the New Orleans food is calling to me. I don't know if it's just that we're eating so much, like, Cajun food that we're just kind of, like, New orleans out with it. But I was hoping that one of the international flavors of Carnival would, would jump out to us. And so far, it's just, it's still not here yet. I can't believe, after three items, I like lumpia the best, which is the most simple. I'm just, I'm perplexed, but... Uh, we still have we still have a little bit more time. We still have a couple more things to try. We'll see if we can uh, kind of get this going in the right direction. He didn't. Next up, we are hitting Puerto Rico, and uh, over there we got the pastelon for eight ninety nine. That is a layered casserole of sweet plantain, pico de gallo beef topped with a damn cheese. I don't know what a damn cheese is. E D A M. But I have had this dish before. And I can tell you that it looked better than this one does, because this one looks a little little solid on the top. I don't know how to describe it. Like a thick uh, plastic layer. This isn't that bad. Um, it's a little sweeter than I care than like I'm used to. Um, but it's sweet plantain, so it's inher- gonna be inherently sweet. Um, but like the beef in here is nice, the there's the like, sauce is pretty good. Honestly, like, I think this is pretty solid. Uh, for $8.99, you're definitely getting a better helping than you are from that tiny burger. Um, but I'm happy because I feel like I've seen these served sometimes with um, black olives in it, and I forgot that for a second, and I'm happy to report I don't see any in here. Uh, and it's still warm, and yeah, honestly, it's not that bad. I looked up Edom cheese for you, Rhino, and apparently it's a mild cheese that is very uh, nearly identical to Gouda. And I do consider myself uh, a fan of Gouda. Like, I want to believe them that this is Edom cheese, which I'm also like, is this just made cheese? Is it made? You want to, you know, spell it backwards, be fancy, join the Navy that way? Um, No, I know it's real. But I don't know if it actually is. Like, I looked at it and I was like, oh, great, they put government American cheese on top of this and uh, just handled it that way. But it does have a little bit more of a... It has a little bit more of a fight than uh, a, a government cheese. You know, it would just kind of be like stretchy and pull right through. This definitely does have the, the feeling, the consistency of a Gouda upon cutting through it. So that's nice. I know I'm expanding my cheese horizons. But as someone who is not as familiar with this dish, I'm happy to uh, give a, a more you know, unbiased, objective, subjective opinion. You've had this dish before. Shh. You know what I always say, you got to take two bites to actually tell. My first bite, I didn't get any of the meat at all. I just got that cheese and the plantains, and I was like, this is disgustingly sweet. I don't want to eat any more of this. But I was like, you know what, Rhino said hi. He said high praises towards it, and I'm like, let's meet in the middle just like this dish has. And uh, once I got to that meat in the middle, all of a sudden, it changed a lot. However, it is still still clawingly sweet. Like, I I, I definitely could not finish this whole thing. Portion-wise, uh, definitely the best value we've gotten so far. I think it's a solid portion for the price you're paying, but you have to split this, or you just... Oh, I, I can't imagine how I would feel at the end of it. I My, my stomach would be like... No more sugar for the day. Move on. Rip it and No more. It. You just... But when you're eating this, the best thing you can possibly do, just rip it, stick it. 
Now, our last stop of the evening is going to be Belgium. We tried for Germany. Unfortunately, apparently, some of these food booths close early. I asked the girl in Belgium about it. She said the ones in the back can close a little bit earlier. We were over there at like 7.25. I don't know. We think it might have closed at 7.30 and they closed a little early. Either way, a little sad because I was I had some high hopes for that one. But uh, nonetheless, we're here at Belgium. It's toward the front of the park. It feels better. You know, it doesn't feel great. This waffle I'm cutting through right now, it feels very soft. Um, very mushy. So... Over here, there's two waffles. The first one I'm going to try here is the sweet and savory Gouda and onion waffle. This is $8.99. is a warm crystallized waffle with smoked Gouda, beer-braised onions, and black forest ham. Mmm. Sounds interesting for sure. Going to be open to this experience. Sloppy. Smoky. This is not for me. I thought I was going to like this. I don't know where to start. Um, So, uh, it's sweet, it's savory, there's gouda, and there's onion, and there's a waffle. So it tastes exactly what it sounds like, but then, like, really... um, um, what's what's the what's the thing that people make the soup out of? Like, what's the? They're always like stock. It's, yeah. it's got a lot of that like stock. Like it, it's sweet. It's so sweet, but then like, like not in a sugary way. Or I guess that's savory. Then, either way, the waffle underneath tastes like it is coated in like crystallized sugar, which is what I guess a liege waffle is. I thought there'd be a little more to it than that. So it's got this weird super super candied like sweetness underneath and then this like really kind of more salty than anything else soupy flavor on the top and man i gotta tell you i do not care for this mix i thought it was going to be a little more like a french onion soup and it's more like a french onion puke yeah i took another bite i better shrek myself before i wreck myself i got it in Ugh. If everything Rhino is saying is correct, then today Belgium is spelled B-A-D for bad. <laughs> I, you know, whatever he says, I'm going to put that to the side. I'm just going to go in fresh and hope that maybe his palate is just different enough from mine that I'll find enjoyment out of it. I don't know. I, oh, my God. What are they doing? Okay, I'm glad I'm not what? Okay, you are 100%. Holy crap. This is... <laughs> Whoever made this freaking A+. A plus. You, you took a freaking swing, and you just missed in every way. Um, the, the waffle, yeah, it, it's a liege waffle with sugar. Maybe not the best... <laughs> <laughs> it's not the best way to go with this. Like, 
How about just a normal waffle? It's <laughs> <laughs> covered in crystallized it's like sugar. Like when Elf adds sugar to the spaghetti. <laughs> and it, it's, or I know if you couldn't hear him, he said it's like when Elf, uh, when Buddy the Elf dumps the sugar and syrup and everything on the spaghetti. And that is probably the best way to describe this. Uh, yeah, uh, listen, this has potential in terms of like the onion and the, the beer uh, aspects of it. But the fact that they use a sugar-coated waffle, this is a crime <laughs> against taste buds. Like, I, I, I am baffled. This might go down as the worst thing I've ever consumed in a theme park. I'm... I'm gonna. We're gonna take a couple more bites of this because we got to find out. But I, you know, and I won't speak for Disney Universal and that, or Disney and Sea World at Universal. This definitely has the potential to be the worst thing I've ever had. And I, it's just when you look at it, you're like, there's no way this could turn into a sugary mess. And they're like, bet you we can do it. Bet you we can. What I hope to God tastes better than what I described to Craig as something that his son will one day go in the kitchen and dump every ingredient in their refrigerator onto and then serve him on Father's Day and he'll have to pretend he enjoyed it. I hope this tastes a little bit better than that. This is the cookie butter liege waffle, $7.99. This is a warm crystallized waffle topped with cookie butter, whipped topping, and Biscoff cookies. Got the Biscoff, got the whipped topping. Got the uh, cookie butter in here, I believe, underneath, too, I hope. No? Okay. Well, can't wait to get more of this sugary waffle into my mouth. Here's the thing. I don't know if it's because we just had this after one of the most disgusting things I've ever eaten in my entire life. It's not bad. The liege waffle in here, you got it, covered in sugar. Actually, less sugary than the one in that disgusting pile of puke over there, but... It definitely has that cookie butter taste and texture because the little pieces add um, a nice little crunch to it. And then there's on the bottom here, there is the actual like cookie butter butter is there. And then there's like some on the on the waffle as well. And then with the whipped topping, listen, here's the thing. I think cookie butter things you really can't go wrong with. I know we're living in a day and age where we get it. It's been around a while. Trader Joe's has expanded beyond belief. So, you know, their cookie butter's everywhere. The Biscoff cookie butter... But it's because it's good, like, and I like it. And so I'm happy we're at least ending on this because this, for me, is one of the better things that we had tonight. Um, no doubt to me this sweet and savory Gouda and onion waffle was disgusting. Even Shrek would throw that out of his swamp because he likes onions. He'd be disgusted about this. But um, I'd say the Canadian bacon and onion poutine is definitely down there as well. Uh, we didn't get to try Germany, but I thought the Pestilon and the Crispy Lumpia were definitely the highlights for this evening. Um, and then the Columbia Burger, it's just, it was too much money. It's too much money for what it is, and it's not, it is, it's not delivering on what it was. So that one's just a meh. Like, so, yeah, kind of a little, like, I feel bad. I came into this really excited. I was the one really championing Craig, be like, oh, we got to go try the food. We got to try the food. We got to try the food. And... This ain't it for me. Honestly, this is one of the, uh, in my recent memory, one of the my least favorite experiences doing Universal food tastings. And I'm usually pretty, like, optimistic when it comes to Universal food. I mean, I like the Halloween Horror Nights food more than he did, and so this is kind of a, a little bit of a bummer for me. But 
Liege waffle? Liege waffle. Liege waffle. I don't know how to finish that sentence. I'm at a disadvantage right now because Rhino does have a drink to be able to uh, wash away any bad flavors in his mouth. Uh, I do not have a drink, so the flavor of that other Liege waffle is lingering. It's growing worse and worse. I'm not I'm not even positive if brushing my teeth tonight will take it away. <laughs> kind of like, you know, when you have like a sick mouth where it's just like you taste illness. I think that's going to be stuck in there. I'm like the one thing running through my mind is that the moment in Billy Madison when he's talking about his interpretation of the puppy who lost its way and society and literature and the the guy wraps up by saying at no point did anything you say made sense may god have mercy on your soul and that's kind of how i feel about this it's like i anyone who chooses to have this please may god have mercy on your soul but cookie butter rhino said it best who doesn't love cookie butter rhino just hit me with a great point a couple Years back, we did a review of the cookie butter crepe that they do during the holidays. I believe they did bring it back this past year. We just didn't have it. I think that's a better vessel for serving this cookie butter dessert. But to me, this has immediately jumped to the top of the list. Uh, this is this and the lumpia are the only two things I think I would come back for out of what we ate tonight. They also, at the creperie, they did have uh, a Bananas Foster's crepe that I think we probably should have had. Maybe we'll come back, get a classic snack attack in here, a universal snack attack, and try it that way. But this is definitely a, a solid dessert. I mean, it's very simple. You know, I, I guess all the leftover Biscoff cookies that Delta doesn't give out on their planes goes to making sure that this dish can be made properly. I do like it. I like it a lot. And I'm happy that we finally found something from this event that I walked away enjoying. I'm really disappointed about Germany. We've had, like, the schnitzel there before, and it, it always felt solid. And I think we were going to do the curryverse from there this year just to kind of, like, change it up to something we haven't done before. And I love curryverse. I mean, it's simple. Sausage and curry ketchup mixed together. It's, it's a simple dish, but... If the curry ketchup is delicious, then it's it's a really, really good time. So the fact that they closed it five minutes early kind of bums me out. Again, we're here on a slow night, but I saw what happened. The the registers were still open. Like they were still you could still order, but those chefs they started really cleaning up quick. And when the girl turned around and looked to see if like it was even possible, it's like, uh yeah, we're closed. It I, I don't I don't like when they close early like that you know still serve people right up to the time that you're supposed to close but that's just a little pet peeve of mine and then you know there's a couple little things here and there at other booths that we probably could have tried i know rhino had something here a couple nights back from the spain booth that he said he enjoyed uh in mexico i like i, I was there's a birria case of birria there that you know i haven't i've had had friends who have had it and haven't heard good things but I usually will try to try that anytime I can just to see if it stacks up. Uh, of course, we skipped over New Orleans, like we mentioned, and probably should have got something there. It's, I don't want to turn this into what we should have done. I think my overall thoughts and feelings of this is that when Universal had to pivot to this food festival style for some of these events because of the pandemic, I think they they started off really strong. And it was like good 
it was a good foundation for how to build this in the future. And then for me, it's kind of gone downhill every single year a little bit more. Uh, sometimes they're trying to be just too creative with items rather than focusing on if they're good or not. And I, of course, I'm talking about this. There's no way this should have ever, ever left the kitchen. I'm talking about the savory waffle. That just, that should never have made it this far into the event as a concept. Uh, it's just like, I feel like they've kind of lost focus with some of these events. You know, at its core, I'm walking around everything we tried tonight, minus the liege waffle and maybe the lumpy. I'm like, you know what? I would just rather get a twisted tater. So why would I rather go back to a food item that has been at Universal for longer than I've even been coming here when they should be, like, you know, trying to herald and try new things with food? And that's something I'm going to have to sit here and think about a little bit. But I would like to see Mardi Gras revamped if they're going to continue going this carnival festival and the, the food fest style. I don't, I don't think they're going in the right direction with it. I think maybe they need to scale back the food a little bit, focus maybe more on the New Orleans-style food, try to make it as best as they can and forget about the other international foods because it's just, I think they're too spread out. And now, like this year, they're using some of their permanent food booths that they have during the park during the day, like year-round, as vessels to hold some of the food. And then that's too, like... You know, using the pop-up booth, so it was felt temporary, it looked temporary, but I, 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 that kind of added something to me. This just feels like it's all, like, temporary afterthoughts in a way. And maybe I'm being harsh, but it's just, I don't know. I, was, I came in waiting to be blown away, and I'm getting blown away in the wrong direction. I took, I took everything we had tonight, and, you know, I followed my motto, stick it and rip it, but... I didn't come out of this on the good side. But that's going to do it for us here at Universal Orlando Resort and uh, tasting our way around Universal Mardi Gras. I want to say that with there still being time left in, left in the event, you know, go running until April 7th and we'll be back to try more items. Uh, like I said, maybe we'll do like the, the crepe as part of uh, Universal Snack Attack. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll get curry-versed eventually, but I can't see myself coming back to this event to eat again. It's just... That's, that's kind of over for me. But if you made your way around Universal Mardi Gras this year and you're screaming at it, it's like, how come you didn't try this or that? Let us know and maybe we'll come back and try more. Uh, if you do like what we just uh, put you through and put ourselves through, you want to support us more and book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel, get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Uh, if you want to support us more, become a Patreon supporter and get exclusive Diz content at patreon.com slash DizUnlimited. If you are watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions in the comments. Uh, and then also, if you're listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you can leave us ratings and review when possible, that would be fantastic. But that's going to do it for us here tonight at Universal Mardi Gras, Universal Orlando Resort. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed it, and we hope we'll see you again next time. We're having fun here over at Universal Orlando Resort. But until then, remember, we finally changed the name. <laughs>